You know what I had the other day? What did you have the other day? Queso. Yeah? It's fucking gross, dude. What? What's wrong with queso? Queso is weird and gross in all regards, I think. It's just like... You know like weird fucking gas station nachos? Yeah. That's all queso is. Yeah. How did you not know this before? See... I don't. I can't remember the last time that I. It's par- delicious. It's so not though. No, like, I am gonna fight you on this. This is the hill I me. die on. Yeah, that's that's strange that you would champion that because like. Guac gra- is tasty. Well, it's like it's, but it's not though. But like it is. like nothing about it is good except for the label because the label is just like, hey, this is gonna be some good shit, and then you open it and taste it, and you're like, oh. This is not. It's just a. Uh, it's just liquid cheese. What's I'm, wrong with that? I'm not opposed to liquid cheese, like at all. Okay. But queso's just not good. Let's close this laptop. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one and only Pepperoni. And joining me, as always, via satellite, the, um... I wanted to do a queso one, but it... Well, then nothing rhymes with it, so... Nothing rhymes with queso. Nothing rhymes with queso, and nothing rhymes with yellow. (gasps) Yellow. Um, okay... You're you're Duke. You're of Diaclone. Tony, hello. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? Hi, everyone. I should have just, like, slammed the door. <laughs> that would have been, been a much better way to end that, but we didn't. It's fine. Yeah, we're off to a rocky start. Yeah, this is the last episode ever. <laughs> you, you, were, you're, you were actually very good at acting, because you were pretending like Queso has redeeming qualities. Oh, my... <laughs> Fucking god! Okay, I... I'll I'll leave I'll leave the the Mexi cheese out of this just, episode. Just drop the goddamn queso! I swear, I swear to God, on and on. It's not the people at home think it's just the pre-show he was talking about. It, he's been texting me nonstop for a week, all all day long. This fucking queso scenario. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, how shit, dude? Ah, uh, you, you know. Creeping? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm yeah. uh, uh tired. I so my laptop sucks, mm-hmm. um, and I was having some issues with it. And I mean, this is probably not the best thing to do ever, but like, do, does your does your computer have that thing where it's like, hey, here's a countdown timer, and if you don't click postpone, we're just gonna force a restart. Um, mine doesn't give me the timers and shit, but then I'll, like, open my laptop, and they'll be like, here's this new fucking feature, and I'm like, when did you think that was okay to install? Like, it never, it never seems to interrupt me, but then one day it'll be like, try Microsoft Workspace, and I'm like, who the fuck put you on my fucking dashboard? Get out of here. Yeah, no, I, I still have the, the thing, and I disabled it a while back, and for some reason... It's become sentient and it re Yeah, and it's it. like, hey, how about we do this? And I'm like, oh. So I need Ooh. to find a way to just get rid of that shit again. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. It's like sometimes I'm convinced Windows has a mind of its own. And it will do any and all things to uh, strike fear into your heart. Ooh, here we go. Install new updates every day. Uh, Oh, oh, let's... uh... Oh, oh, every day right at podcast time. That's the only time I really use this fucking thing. (laughs) It's the only time Uh... it's going to get your attention. Come on, tell me. There we go. Never check for updates. (laughs) <laughs> your, your computer's like, come on, Tony, just give me a little update. Okay. It's been a minute. No, I've I've re I've re killed it. Nice. <laughs> it... <laughs> yes. What's, um, what's Suck it? my cock, computer. <laughs> Fuck you. That was actually one of the things in the update. It's like, and new the ability to suck your cock. You just no, turn, no, turn dude, the that's, update off. That's a new computer thing. This one's old. What what version oh, maybe. Of Windows are you representing? What version? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Just... Old enough to probably make someone mad. Yeah, that's like me and my, my use of like legacy ass software. I love using old software. Right? Yeah. Oh dude, okay, speaking of old software, do you ever mm. have one of those like moments where your brain just automatically remembers something? Yeah. Like, from elementary school? Yeah. Okay, so I totally just remembered this game called Operation Neptune. Operation Neptune? It was a math game that you used to play where you were a submarine, and it was uh, 2D, kind of side-scrollery, where you controlled this little yellow-slash-orange sub, and there were chunks of fucking spaceship that came down, and they're like, we found alien life or some crap. So, get this before the, the Russians do. Uh, but you had to solve math problems. Mm-hmm. And needless to say, I never really got that far as a kid. Uh, but I totally want to find that game again. And try to, like, replay. Oh, God, what? We're, okay, no, you're, you're back. Good. We're good. We're good? So you're going to find that game and replay it? I think I have to. I don't. I kind of want to stream it, but I also kind of don't want people to laugh at me fucking up at grade three math problems just because they've been worded you should do a whole math themed uh stream and also play that number munchers game what can i get number munchers off of nutaku <laughs> maybe or am i thinking of a different munchers game i think you're thinking of a different munchers game number oh, munchers no. was tight though i remember enjoying the shit out of that i don't think i ever really played that i think everything else i like blocked out of my memory yeah, Number Munchers was dope. You would, like, finish your math equations and get rewarded with, like, a very, like, cartoon, Wile E. Coyote-esque, like, numbers getting blown up by dynamite and shit. Oh, that sounds like what I want to do to numbers all the time. Yeah. Murder. It's a fuck, fucking beautiful concept. Sweet. Yeah, no, this was, like, like, you'd be doing shit, and then all of a sudden the, the light on your submarine would flash, and it'd be like... Your ballast tanks are fucked. If you don't solve this math problem, everyone's gonna die. Oh my god, it had the, like, fucking Oregon Trail thing, where it's just like, hey, pneumonia's impending. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you only have this much cubic space for rations. How much you got left before you fucking die of dysentery? It's like, uh, come on, man. We all know we all die of dysentery one day. So the the, the seafloor is a cold and hospitable place. I hope you're ready to make that your final, uh, final destination. 
if you don't find out what the next sequence is in this sum. I'm like, oh god, I don't know, is it plus seven? Final destination, but involving fucking numbers, it's like... That's how I die. This fucking elevator's gonna collapse and kill some fucking kid who was on Dawson's Creek if you don't fucking finish this math equation, and you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, finish that equation. He doesn't want to wait for his time to be over. Yeah, he can... <laughs> I don't want to wait! <laughs> uh, yeah... Anyways, yeah, numbers math are is neat. hard. Maybe I won't do it. Maybe I won't fucking embarrass myself on the internet this time. You should. Just make sure to like. <laughs> just make sure to like play it like sweaty and shirtless as well, and not realize. <laughs> and every time like the screen goes black, it just shows the reflection of my terrible body. Is <laughs> 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 the like the live camera feed thing? Just like, oh, I'm hot. I'm hot. Math sucks and it's warm. Math sucks and I'm hot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Operation Neptune. Check it out. It's uh, it's a game that was meant to fix dumb and kids. And I'm living proof that it did not work. It does not work. It does not work at all. Doesn't work one bit. No, I still don't math. Man, there was another fucking dope, dope learning game that was like, you were, oh man, I think it was made by like the learning company or some shit, and you were in a school at night, and the music that was playing was some classical piece that I can't remember which one it is, but it's the one that's like... Yeah, so Hall of the Mountain King. That one was the mountain one. This one was set in a school, and there were fucking robots, and you had to figure out which robot was the bad robot by uncovering clues, and it was fucking so tight. Oh, that sounds amazing. It was such the game, and it just had like awesome visuals and like. You, you had a camera, and you would use your camera to take a photo of the robot, but you only had limited amount of film to do it with. Oh, yeah, because that was a problem back then. Because that was a problem back then. It basically had, like, horror game mechanics. <laughs> and oh, shit, yeah. You had to track down more film if you wanted more. Actually, I think if you ran out of film and didn't figure out who it was, you just lost. But, yeah, the game was a banger. Midnight something. What were you called? Anyways, I'm not going to Google it right now, but uh, that game was fucking tight. There was also there was also another game sort of similar, where it was like, I think it was, uh, I want to say maybe for the Commodore. It was like one of those old-ass computer systems, and it might have just been called Robots, but like, I remember it started where like you were in your bed. It almost had like a cutscene, you know, at the beginning? Yeah. You were in your bed, and then you like... Then, like, a robot comes in your room or something, and you fall through your bed into this, like, giant cavern where there's all these, like, floaty robot guys, and uh, and you had to, like, repair them, possibly using math problems again, and shit, I was also not that good at that game. <laughs> Fuck, why am I bad at math? <laughs> why, why are we bad at math and remembering the names of old video games? Yeah, uh, this would explain my terrible spending habits. <laughs> yeah. You know, it had this really great chapter about financial savings that I just bombed at. Yeah, I just, I, I shut that fucking game off right when that happened. 
Yep. So we we hyped up and talked about San Diego Comic Con a lot. Um, yeah. N- now that it's all said and done, was there any news or anything that we gave a shit about? <laughs> I, I, I honest, I honestly don't think there was. Uh, Unicron is cool. I can't wait to buy the Weijang version of it. <laughs> eventually, knock it off. Um, like, I don't know. I heard there's a lot of Marvel shit that was announced, but I didn't even fucking like look at the Marvel projections because I honestly just don't give a shit. Uh, I think they do, um, hang on, I think they're actually going to do, like, a lot of comic Marvel Legends coming out in the next little while. So, like, that's kind of cool if you like the comic characters. But, like, I don't know, dude, I mean, for me, this stuff, I think, what was it, Wonderfest was just happening recently? Yep. And they started showing off, like, some completed Transformer stuff. And, like, that got me kind of jazzy. That's cool. So that that's exciting. Um, SDCC. Yep. SDCC. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That wasn't, was... that wasn't timed either. That was an no. accidental yawn. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm sure there's going to be cool shit to come out from that. <laughs> like it happened like a week ago, and like nothing made an impact on us apparently. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I don't know. Like I said, there's nothing that really. Well, actually, the one thing that was kind of fucky was they showed off like a bunch of things that ended up being in stores like that fucking day, and it oh. might have been an error. So Interesting. like. The... The Transformers uh, Rainmakers 3-pack. They're just like, hey, here's this uh, item. It will be released whenever. And then people are just like, oh shit, I found this on my Target, like, right now. I think they might have broken street data or something. That's wild. And there was, like, a a 10-pack of uh, Micromasters as well. That uh, also got totally revealed there and then shown off and... Now people are getting them and flipping them on eBay for ridiculous amounts of money. <laughs> huh. Because eBay's terrible. Oh, oh, eBay. I don't even really use it anymore. I can't remember the last thing I got off of eBay. Uh, I've been using it to shop for parts for my 93 Honda Accord. It's good for car stuff. Oh, that's actually really... Wasn't that what it was originally made for? Uh, their PR person, apparently, no, this was the thing we talked about on the air, wasn't it? I know. (laughs) The, like, fake Pez dispenser story. Um, yeah, car parts are cool. Um, you know what, actually, one bit of news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con that did excite me was? What? Uh, Steven Universe, the movie, has a release date. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's, uh... September something. Like, early September. Um, and that's going to be on Cartoon Network? Uh, I didn't read the fine print. I'm not sure if it's going to be just on their streaming site or if it's going to be actually in theaters. I don't think it would be, but that would be cool. I'd love to go see it in theaters if it was. Um, oh, totally. But yeah, so that's exciting. Um, I'm into it. 
Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that it kickstarts a another season. Like I'm hoping it's just a long ass episode and then they actually do another season, but I don't know what their plan is with Steven. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the epi- the whole season. Is the movie. It's just condensed. If it's, if it's like a 2-hour movie, um I feel like shows have done that before. They're like, here's the full movie, and they're like, yeah, no, we're gonna split it up into, like, four parts, that's your season. Yeah. But, I mean, it could work, it's, every episode's 15 minutes, two hours, if my math is right, which it's not, thanks to Submarine Games, that's a full (laughs) season. (laughs) Yeah. That's 32 episodes right there. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's, uh, a a good story that also ends with some sort of like loose ends. So there is something to base a season off of because like, I feel like the, the conclusion also, if there's any Steven universe fans listening, you're probably enjoying the shit out of this. If there's any, um, if there's, Oh man, my brain just melted. So the final, final episode of the final season, I feel like they wrapped everything up. In a in like a very hurried manner, almost mm. almost like they weren't sure if they were gonna get another season. You know. What yeah, I, mean? I think that was the case. Yeah, because because they introduced like well they they humanized like the two big bad characters that we had seen throughout the whole show, and then mm. introduced a third big bad, and then concluded all of that within the span of a season. Whereas like it took four or five seasons, whatever it was, to get to the point where they were confronting those initial big bads. Yeah. So, like, we had we had so much build-up to these characters, and then it's like, okay, now we've resolved that situation, here's the new situation, now that situation's resolved, everybody loves each other at the end. And it was, like, it was very bittersweet, because I'm like, yeah. I, I had spent so much time with all of those characters to see it come to a conclusion that quickly. I wasn't mm. like, I wasn't like, damn this show, but I was also like left wanting more from that final story arc. Yeah. It's cuz we didn't get as much. I don't want to say any. We didn't get as much slice of life filler stuff where they just barely mentioned like, "Oh yeah, by the way, this is happening." And you're like, "What?" And then you're like, "Wow, next episode they're totally going to address that thing." Nope, apparently they're entering a bake off. Okay. Yeah, there was a lot of that. <laughs> that was four seasons of that. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong, I love the show, but holy shit, guys. Holy See, shit. I didn't really have a problem with it. Like, I, maybe it's just because I really, like, enjoyed watching it and just, like, like I ate it up and I, and I binged it, too. So those Slice of oh, Life yeah. episodes, you know, were happening and then I was right back into the plot again. But I, I kind of liked it because it did... It did solidify, like, the the random characters that are interspersed throughout mm-hmm. the show. And it did s- solidify the way our main characters behave. And it, like, I don't know. It just, like, it felt like a very real world. Yeah. And it, like, it was good world building, I think. Oh, no, no. It, it, it totally is. It's just kind of funny because, like, watching it not as a binge, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you're kind of like, oh, my God, when is this going to happen? Yeah. Um, and then, like, it's almost like it was meant to be watched on binges, you know? I mean... So then that way you have, like, kind of the payoffs. 
Yeah, they they probably did realize that most people would binge it. Yeah. Because yeah. that's just how people consume media these days. That's how you watch your things now. Just fucking eat Ooh, it with a spoon. That is some good sparkling water. So yeah, apparently that's all I gave a shit about from SDCC no, cool. was a Steven Universe movie. That's understandable. Um, let's talk about this week's toy news, though. Yeah? So, um, Transformers first. Let's jump into it. Yep. Started showing off some uh, painted prototypes slash pretty much these guys are ready to go of series or Wave Five, which is uh, Spinister. That's the only one I care about. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one. There's only, no, no, no. Actually, that whole wave, I'm like, I want all of these guys. So Spinister, Ape Face, um, not Cog. But some other fucking guy, they're remaking him out of a iron hide. He looks neat. Uh, the whole wave looks awesome. And that's cool. And they finally showed off pictures of their Omega Supreme. He is massive. He looks great. But he's not as massive as Unicron, which we've all talked about before. <laughs> Why the fuck did my computer decide it was going to open up a bunch of... Um, windows i don't know that's not cool i'm trying to talk about things i only half know about (laughs) let's close all these up close them all up yeah so that looks pretty cool i'm excited the whole the whole siege is looking fantastic the only thing that's kind of bugging me is the sheer amount of exclusives for the generation selects and siege stuff that are not ones that canada usually gets so, like, there's a lot of Target exclusives. We don't get Target. Uh, there's a single Walgreens exclusive, which is Ratchet. We don't have Walgreens, but... That might end up at EB Games, though, right? Uh, nothing is set in stone yet. Okay. No one knows for sure. All I know is I'm already assembling the troops, and we're planning on doing some America drive-overs to grab some shit. That's kind of dope. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm. Uh, it's been a while since I've done a uh, a trek on over to just across the border to buy some toys. So, so I'm, uh, I'm pumped. You're you're a Transformers man. Did I see a three pack of um, of Seekers that were the Starscrack mold that they just reused for something recently? No. Uh, so that those are the Rainmaker sets. Those are the ones that. Um, were just shown off at SDCC, and then through a weird error, they started We're selling them right away. At Target. Okay. At yeah. Target, yeah. So that's not the Starscrack mold. Uh, Starscrack, for everyone that's listening, is the uh, Classics Starscream mold, uh, which I think they also redid in Generations, potentially. It's the, the your classic Starscream. Um, no, this is a more Cybertronian Tetrajet version. Okay. And I just saw like a blurry three. photo, and I was just like, "Oh my god, is that my boy Starscrack back <laughs> at it again in triplicate?" It's a, it's a, it's a space version of Starscrack. It's a just okay figure. Like I picked up the regular Starscream. He's all right, but nothing really kind of fucking does it for me on him. 
But I feel like it's going to be the same with uh, this combat here as Megatron. Because I got the regular Megatron. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's whatever. And then I got the like the new paint scheme. And I'm like, I fucking love this. There's nothing else I want more than this. So I think that like getting one of those like unique colorways is going to really kind of make the mold shine. And the Generation Select Red Wing is what's kind of doing it for me. So that's what I'm really hoping for, but it is a Target exclusive. Ah. So I'm going to have to go with Target him up. So anyway, Transformers are cool. Keep doing your thing, Transformers. <laughs> uh, Unicron is ridiculous. Uh, speaking of things that are ridiculous, uh, I also want to make a joke about how I'm not surprised about stuff. Uh, have you heard about what's going down with 3A? Yeah, um, I'm I'm actually gonna pull up the screenshots I took. Yeah, yeah, please. Because please, please. Uh, an Instagram story is a really interesting way to kill your company. Like <laughs> 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 so that's fucking all right, all right, dude. I, uh, that's how yeah. we're doing this. It's a yeah. This was just a public breakup, <laughs> but it wasn't as messy as I thought it was gonna be. Okay. Yeah. I did screen cap it. So, we, we've we talked about 3A a lot. It's like mm-hmm. one of the reasons we started this show. Um, it was one of our pillars. It was one of our pillars. And uh, to be fair, we were very, very critical of Mr. Ashley Wood. Um, but I, I don't think unjustly. I feel yeah. like, I feel like we, we did have a lot of complaints, but they were all based in like... A, a realm of like practicality and like responsibility to the consumer and the customer and the fan mm-hmm. because uh 3a was notorious for a lot of really bad business practices um i guess i guess i'm prefacing this story with a lot of um complaints but like uh, the so 3a is over um, the company is coming to a close but they they were notorious for promising a lot and then did you just throw your transformer on the floor, my dude? Yeah, I got mad. <laughs> um, oh fuck, this toy sucks. <laughs> they, they were notorious for um, promising, promising a lot, and then rarely delivering. And if they did deliver, it was a good year and a half late. Um, mm-hmm. And they, he rather, Ashley Wood took the company in a direction, in a couple different directions that probably weren't the best for uh, Tony and I and what we prefer to collect. He leaned very heavily into the Pasha stuff and moved away from the big greasy robots for a while, um, sprinkling them in here and there, but um, not really the sort of... (laughs) You're like, no, you didn't. Not enough bots. Uh, and then pivoting pivoting hard into, like, licensed shit and doing a lot of, like, DC and Marvel characters and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that in his sort of styling. And then his sort of styling sort of vanished and they did a couple things that were just straight up, like, licensed movie toys or Transformers yeah. that were just... There was no Ashley Wood style to them. They were just the toy, which was what 3-0 was supposed to be. Um, so... So we, we sort of watched the decline, and I remember 
remember a couple years back or a year back when they made the 3A memberships exclusive and you had to be a 3A member to buy the toys. And we had a huge rant about that and how we, we basically asked the question, like, are you trying to kill your company? And what I said was, if you make it an exclusive club, every year you're going to have less and less members. But yeah. if you leave it open and do what you did before, which was if you were a member of the club, you got a discount, and that mm-hmm. was why you joined, and you also got a figure for joining. So it was like you bought an unknown figure, or I guess they would show it off, and you'd buy this cool figure, you'd be a member, and you'd get cheap, um, uh, cheaper toys. Um, but but then they made it so if you were a member, you could buy the 3A stuff, but if you weren't a member, you could not. So they closed the market and made it only for members and Mm -hmm. i said you're gonna get diminishing returns you're gonna get less and less people joining each year because your product is being bought by less and less people there's less and less exposure and slowly but surely your toy company will die and that was like just kind of the state of things and and what i thought and we we were watching these bad mistakes these bad choices these bad business practices happen um Mm -hmm. And and here it is. It's the end of an era. So um, I guess I'll just read it, and then if you want to share your thoughts, Tony, because I've been talking quite a bit. Um, so 3A, 2008 to 2019. The end of an era. Uh, the era of 3A is coming to a close. Kim and I are forging ahead in different directions. I wish Kim nothing but the best on the journey he is taking. 30 the journey on the journey he is taking three zero in that's a weird sentence ash um <laughs> and i'm grateful to have spent so he many years in the trenches with the man uh i'm proud of what three has produced and accomplished in this in these 11 years it's been sincere honor and pl- a privilege oh man this is a slog uh to work with all of the three a crew past and present my journey my art my worlds however are headed towards new frontiers um head held high and brush in hand uh and to the fans thank you 3a could not have been what it was without you rest assured this is not the end it's another beginning the band remains the same only the label is changing see you in the underverse ash um yeah you're i think you were right this is just a public breakup this is a twitter breakup yeah um but yeah do do you have any 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 thoughts um so i've been hearing some rumors that 3a the 30 portion like the whole teaming up with kim and everything that's gonna end but ash is gonna be partnering up with another production company or another like toy manufacturer we don't know yet if that is true or if that's just what he's saying. However, everything that was um, kind of shown off that was not shown off, that's not true at all. But the stuff that was already in production, that's going to remain in production, that's going to come out. So uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It, again, especially recently, looking at a bunch of stuff, it's like, was this 3-0 or 3-A? Oh, yeah, no, this was 3-A, but... It's clearly just a three zero product, like all yeah. the video game stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's super weird. But here's the other thing too, like, yeah, Ash can say like, yeah, I'm gonna make all these other figures, but 
just with a different company. You fucking said that last time, too. Like, how much shit was he like, oh, we're gonna make, like, these robots and this and this and this. And then, fucking years later, and we haven't seen a single thing. Yeah. We just had more, like, ah, here's another colorway of this, like, limbless balloon sex doll. Yeah. You guys like squares? Like, okay, cool, band's the same, but... I mean, if you're playing shitty music, it doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I guess better from the beginning, better till the end, Tony and I. But yeah, I know I know what you mean. It's like like there was such potential and there were so many things that people wanted from 3A and and he never he never leaned into into what the the fans really wanted. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's not true because Pasha um and Transformers I assume paid the rent for a while, but like I'm, all of the 3A collectors that I know were 3A mm-hmm. collectors who wanted more greasy robots and more guys with guns. Like, everybody just wanted, like, greasy, grimy, uh, post-apocalyptic-ish fucking G.I. Joe. Um, yeah. And then that isn't what was delivered. And I remember one year... The, the membership prize was a square, and I remember losing my fucking shit on the podcast about yep. it, because I'm like, fuck you, like, make something interesting, make something people want, like, there's a million squares, it's like, how about a different yeah. colorway of this boring-ass square that you already own, probably, just a different color, like, so, the the decline happened over a period of time, and, and I don't know, like, it's it's weird that it's weird that we weren't like this does seem like it it's coming out of nowhere but it also feels like it's always been there it's like yeah like i'm like i said too i'm like i'm just i'm really not surprised it's more of a like huh okay yeah that makes sense yeah well and then there was that like post where kim was talking shit where i think we talked about it here on the podcast too. oh yeah where he was where like he had to issue an apology because he was like yeah i basically said ashley wood doesn't give a shit about toys anymore yeah which yeah. uh doesn't seem to be wrong <laughs> yeah so is the assumption that anything that's been pre-ordered through 3a or um or is like in the works is going to be finished by 3-0 yeah, pretty much. Okay. Because uh, there were two TKs that... So here's the other thing with the membership thing. That membership-only thing didn't even last for a full year, I think. Yeah, because then they opened it up again. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like maybe three people joined the membership. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's like two TKs that were shown off that you can order through... Um, Sideshow and other distributors. And, I mean, like, they look alright. One of them has kind of like a weird shitty drawn-on goatee again. That's gross. Oh, no, you don't like those. I really don't like those. Like, I've got the... I've got one of the ones that has that, but, like, all the production pictures showed him with, like, the scarf covering his face. So Mm. it was like... But when I got him in hand, I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? He looks like he ate custard wrong. <laughs> uh, whereas, like, this one, it's like, okay, he's got a machine gun, but he also looks like he went down on an exhaust part. 
So, uh, so I don't know. But a small part of me is like, do I just get these as a like, as like a, oh, hey, this is the reminder. This is the last 3A toy ever made. Yeah, how does 3A, 3A, 3A ending affect the way you uh, collect? Like, are there still yeah. older pieces from 3A that you want and would get? Or is your collection pretty much done now? How personal is that question? <laughs> is that, like, a to the people or, like, me specifically? To you specifically. I feel like my 3A collection, my Ashwood collection, has been done for a while. Yeah, that's fair. Um, however, like, there are pieces that I'm absolutely going to keep, like, forever. Uh, and there's nothing that really makes me want to get rid of them. But looking back on the stuff that I did buy that was kind of like a, like, almost kind of completionist sake, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can get rid of that. And that's including some, like, more recent things, too. Aww. So. It's kind of sad. Uh, I don't know. It's one of those things, too, where I'm like, I will never regret collecting 3A. 3A was always that, like, high, like high-end grail style toy that I never thought I'd be able to actually actively collect. Um, but being able to do that was like, it definitely, it felt good, you know? It felt like, oh yeah, no, I'm like, I'm collecting these art pieces. Like, this is just, it's really cool. It felt like more than just a toy, you know? And I feel like the ones that I do have, the ones that I will keep, are still going to be that, like, representation for me. Um, but I've just, I, I feel like it's, uh, it's trimming the fat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like keeping, keeping the good stuff, get rid of what you don't. I mean, I'm, as someone that does like hold a lot of things like near and dear, I've never been fully like, I've never had a problem kind of cycling through and getting rid of some stuff. Like that's kind of part of the, the process of collecting toys is the binge and the purge <laughs> so i'm i guess it's one of those things where i'm like yeah let's let's go through this fine tooth comb get rid of some stuff and hey maybe put that towards a new toy like cool. a, a expensive camera <laughs> yeah i think with my 3a collecting there's always going to be bots that like um that I that I want and would get given the right price. Not that I'm actively seeking any of them. Um, mm. And I think just my collecting of 3A, I will always hold really near and dear. Because, like, they were these higher-end, more expensive, more art toy type things. And, like, me... Um, my my like toy awakening is very closely tied to 3A like those were some of the first toys that i looked at and was just like my goodness and yeah so 3A will always mean a lot to me um mm -hmm. and always will be closely tied to like my journey as a toy guy like 3A is an important pillar for like our podcast it it was an yeah. important pillar for toy making for me um 
it was inspiring, so fucking inspiring and and just interesting and so deeply fascinating. And mm-hmm. it is is a shame that like um, it sort of just petered off and and crawled away into the woods to slowly die, as opposed yeah. to. Um, you know, remaining strong and interesting and exciting for me. And the slow decline of it all is a little bit of a bummer, but I think overall it's like, it's a really good, um, like, um, case study in how to be a toy maker and actually how not, how not to be a toy maker. There's so many lessons to be learned from the Ashley Wood three, a three zero story. If you're an aspiring toy maker, there's many things you should not do. Um, so if there's any any people out there who want who want to make toys, uh, the biggest takeaway from three A is um, only promise what you can deliver, um, mm-hmm. and listen to what the people want. Yeah, and uh, stop shoehorning your fucking fetishes on your market. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was a bit like. Yeah, <laughs> I felt I felt like Ashley Wood was trying to fuck me. All those weird. Feet. Yeah, the whole time I was getting real like, like he was giving me the fuck me eyes, you know. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Well, um, wow, wow, that's the intro. It's just wow. All right. So last week we asked you. I guess two weeks ago we asked you. Is it okay for large companies to crowdfund projects instead of taking risks? And uh, Quick is starting us off. If it is a large company, no. If it's a thing they want to make, make it an exclusive or something else a smaller company does, I'm fine with it. Or if it's something else a smaller company does, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So yeah, big company, um, make an exclusive, but uh, don't crowdfund it. And smaller companies, crowdfund away. Um, yeah, I feel like that's kind of the stance we took last week when we were talking about it. That's fair. I have other feelings on this, but I feel like we'll talk about that at the end as well. Okay. Cool. Uh, Sam the Mop. Depends. I think it really only works for toy companies at the moment. I can't ever see Disney being like, hey, so we want to make a Squirrel Girl movie, but I don't think it'll sell. You guys pay for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, it. I don't think we'll ever see the days of, like, yeah, like, movie companies crowdfunding projects yeah, no. like that. I don't think so either. Maybe, um, maybe one day. I don't know. Maybe. It's kind of weird. Like, this feels like such a bizarre thing for a large company to ask for as well. Like, it. I, I don't want to, like, go off too early, but it's, it's one of those, like, share off the pot type of things. Mm-hmm. Like if you think it's only if you think you're only gonna be able to make enough for like if you need to make eight thousand for people for it to like succeed, then just you know make eight thousand, but then make it an exclusive. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, like I said, I've been hearing some talks, been hearing some avoidances as well. But we'll talk about that after. Ooh, uh, Ooh. intrigue. Uh, Blue, if we're speaking in the context of toy companies, sure, if they want to make it a smaller release. That's kind of like what I said just there as well. <laughs> I guess Blue said it first, so that's yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Blue. I'm with you. Uh, Sponge, though, 
comes in with, okay or not, it's what they're doing. And while I personally find it somewhat irksome, I am still more glad that the potential project exists at all than I am mad at a huge company for holding it ransom. <laughs> that's a really eloquent that's, way to put it. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what it is. It, it They are holding it ransom. They're like, hey, we made this thing. Yeah, it's fucking want it. It's fully fucking prototyped. The molds are probably already. Oh, we were short two people. Better throw this in the fucking trash. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like what they would do. Uh, Uncle Jason, I'd rather have a large company give temporary rights to create slash sell specific figure to a smaller company than they're willing to take potential risks. That way the big company can make their nut and the smaller company, I'm paraphrasing, um, that might be more willing to take risk and have their channel to grow their customer base. Um, yeah, I mean, like that's sort of like Wonderfest with the like one day license shit. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel like let, like, let's take the Unicron for example. If, if the bigger toy company of Hasbro went to like, I don't know, let's use Thousand Toys as an example. Went to Thousand Toys and we're like, we'll license you Unicron, go for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd, I feel like that's... Like, the smaller company should be the ones fucking crowdfunding that. Like, because it's, yeah. it's a huge risk to them where a small company's margins are so... Like, I imagine razor thin to keep everything working. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, Hasbro has billions of dollars, and they can just jizz unicrons all over the carpet if they want to. Yeah, exactly. For it's lack of, for lack of <laughs> a more eloquent way to put it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's kind of funny that you bring up a thousand toys. Is apparently they are kind of that for Sentinel. So Sentinel is the one that are just like, oh, we have these like weird licenses, so... Here, if you guys want to make this, go for it. Yeah. But it is yeah. a smaller run. Uh, but I guess they've been growing in popularity, which is why we're seeing stuff like Hellboy and so on and so forth. Halo. Halo. Uh, Fallout, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. That, when was that? Was that shown off of one? Uh, that was shown off at Comic-Con. <laughs> ah, fuck. Okay, we found the one thing. Yeah, we fucked up. Okay, well, we were excited for that. Thousand Toys, we love you so goddamn much. We do. You're the 3A we want you to be. Yep. Um, Keika. <laughs> Keika says. I think large companies should do something that will get a general idea of what people... Of what people think of a product that doesn't involve people spending large amounts of money on something that they may or may not come out. All right. Uh, I can see why companies don't want to take risks, but there needs to be a better way. There does need to be a better way. Mm-hmm. There does need to be a better way, but um, people don't have to spend large amounts of money because, yeah, they only charge you once it gets through. Yeah. It's, again, the whole crowdfunding seems... Seems super weird. And, yeah, it is. Like, you're 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 showing off a completed thing... But you're just, you're holding it ransom. And it kind of sucks, too, because it shifts the blame onto, like, everyone else. It's like, yeah, it's like getting scolded at by your parents, you know? Yeah, it's like, you guys didn't do enough to make this project, so we're not doing it. So you didn't take the fucking garbage out, so no dinner for you. And then they, like, chuck the roast beef in the garbage. The roast beef probably tasted like shit anyway. 
Um, Empty Orchestra is uh, confirming my thoughts from the previous episode. Uh, If a big company wants to do crowdfunding, it's kind of scummy. Just make the damn toy if you have the money. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Shitter got the pot. T. Dukes. Just regular Dukes. Now, I think companies can do what they want, and us as consumers need to speak with our wallets. Don't like crowdfunded uni? Don't buy it. Companies will bend to make the most money. Hasbro, for the most part. Didn't make billions, making every making everyone mad. Uh, we also talked about if it's okay if small companies crowdfund. What is the cutoff for that? When is a company too big or small enough? He's as asking us mm. in the wow. That's that's you just turned the wow against us, um, which uh, I'm happy to oblige. I guess yeah. I guess that is. A, a good point like what is the cutoff for a small company mm-hmm. um i think it's definitely somewhere between being literally the biggest toy company on the entire planet and everyone else so somewhere yeah. in that margin <laughs> exists the cutoff but hasbro is definitely in that margin like hasbro hasbro is toy making so yeah um, but I, I think that is a good point. Like, what is the cutoff? Like, would I be offended if, for example, Thousand Toys was like, help us do this project? I don't think I would be. Because I do, in my head, consider them a small toy company. But, yeah. um, I don't know. If Marvel Legends were to do a uh, Kickstarter to do uh, a line of figures that they were too afraid to make, I would be. I'd have the same opinion. I think as as Unicron. I guess that's not fair because it's like that's also Hasbro. Um, if yeah. if Bandai were to crowdfund a uh, a fucking SH figure art, I probably would be like, Hey Bandai, fuck you. <laughs> but yeah. we don't watch Dragon Ball anyway. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to help you crowdfund this different colored Goku. Um, yeah. But so he's he, got silver hair now. <laughs> I guess I guess it is a good, a good uh, like, philosophical question. Like, when is a company too big? Yeah. Um, and, and there's no right or wrong answer for any of this mm-hmm. stuff. It, it is all just personal opinion and, and feeling on the, on the subject matter. But I think, yeah, I think fucking Back to Sponge is incredibly eloquent. Um, still glad that the potential product could exist, um, more than I am mad at a huge company for holding it ransom. So, that's the funny thing. Apparently Takara Tomi has said, yeah, we'll do it as a, uh, mall exclusive. <laughs> so, so, wait, like, even if it but... doesn't get funded, they're gonna just release it in Japan? Who knows? That's the other thing, because um, the the main I can't remember his name, but apparently there was an interview with like one of the dudes that's like part of this whole thing. Takara was like, "Yeah, so um, Unicron will release it as a Takara Tomi Mall exclusive." Um, and then during an interview, they're like, "Oh wow, so if it doesn't get funded, then Takara's just going to release it?" And they're like, "He never said a straight yes or no." He's like, oh, well, uh, you know, the Japan market's different, but, uh, we're gonna need your help. We need your help for that. Give us your fucking money right away and we'll get, it it won't get made without your help. We gotta get your help. So it's like, uh, pardon me? (laughs) That, that, That sounds like it's already in production to me. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of people that are thinking that, like, 
they're gonna do a fucking bait and switch where it's like like at the very last minute they're gonna be like oh we just got they'll fudge the numbers and be like like 10 spat like a council come in and help fund the rest and like oh we almost didn't get it guys we almost didn't get it or they'll do a thing like oh you didn't want it but like okay i guess this time we'll release it but you know next time you gotta actually like pay for it up front like i'm i'm interested to see what happens because uh there's 30 days left on it and it's like not even halfway funded yeah no uh i don't know dude like i said i'm really hoping that like whatever factory has the molds just knocks it to make that one just yeah like slides it out the back door and we get some glorious wei zhang action yeah because you know what if you're gonna you know if you're gonna pull fucking stupid shitty maneuvers like that i'm not gonna feel bad buying the equal shitty maneuvers to actually get it done at a price point that actually makes more fucking sense. Yeah, I can't fault you for that. So, and realistically, it's too damn big. I'm probably not even going to get it, like, space-wise. But goddamn, I kind of want it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a really interesting wow. That was a good, uh, good debate we had going. Um, yeah. That's, uh... That's that's the, the 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 end of the Unicron saga until I make my half an hour exposed video for YouTube about it. You've been exposed. I will expose you. You have to get exposed and expose 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 the Unicron. All right, our wow for next week. Uh, since we were talking a bunch of shit about three A, uh, thoughts on three A coming to an end, and do you or did you collect three A? So I'm going to press mash go on that question and pin that shit. And if you have some thoughts about 3A, um, tell us all about it next week for, for wow. Wow. Hey, do we have some questions finally? Lots of them now. Yeah. Oh, are there? <laughs> questions from the Discord. Quick is starting us off with, what's your guys' opinion on not being able to see how many likes a post got on Instagram? Uh, And then there's some debate about it. So to clarify for people listening at home, uh, Instagram is testing this thing out where I think it's just in Canada and Australia. Um, Weird. We don't get to see, like if we're looking through our feed and looking at a post, we can't see how many likes a photo has gotten. And the logic behind it is they're trying to test engagement so they're basically like do people only like photos that have tons of likes already and what do people actually like if they're just liking things based on if they actually like them um Mm -hmm. which i think is an interesting experiment what are my thoughts on it if it happens like broad strokes across all of instagram i feel like that will redefine uh, and maybe even level the playing field on how people use Instagram as a marketing tool. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Hmm. I personally feel like it's it's kind of weird because like, I don't necessarily like... Th- I'm like, oh, this has like a million likes on it. I should like it too. But it is kind of like nice to see like how much engagement something has. And I've noticed that in general, engagement has gone down. Where... I'll get more followers, but I'll get less likes. Mm. So there's more people just kind of like 
coming in, checking things up, being like, yeah, I'll stick around. But now that it's like, well, there's no point in, like, liking it because, like, it's not going to add to the numbers. So I'll just be like, oh, that's cool. And then scroll past. Mm. So it's kind of weird. I mean, it. I feel like it kind of d- defeats the purpose for right now, but I don't know. It's, I've gotten used to it. So that's no major upset on my end, but if they bring it back, I think that would be kind of nice. Yeah, I'm kind of don't really care either way. Um, I just, I want people to know that people like my shit. (laughs) Um, Empty Orchestra, what is the most awkward situation you've put yourself into? Oh my god. Uh, Recording this fucking podcast. (laughs) Starting starting up a hey we should let them ask us questions section that was pretty awkward. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, dirty secret. There are some pretty awkward situations that we've been into. I don't know. One time I went to a doctor and he had to finger my butthole, um, and he told me my butt was tight. <laughs> I thought that was pretty awkward. <laughs> I probably already told this story on the podcast. I was that doctor. <laughs> no, but yeah, I <laughs> that's went, how we met. <laughs> I went, and, I went and got my butthole checked because I was having a bad time with my butthole one time, and yeah. and he like fingered my butt the way doctors do. Actually, maybe I should just tell the whole story. He like was told me to like drop my trow, and I like mm-hmm. creeped my butt out of my pants, and he's just like more, and then I like creep, <laughs> creeped my pants down further, and he was like more, and I did a little bit more, and he's like, just take your pants off. <laughs> and then he poked around in my butt and told me there was nothing wrong, and I was like, is there anything I should know? And he was like, it was a bit tight maybe. <laughs> it's pretty fucking awkward. It's kind of weird that he, like, spat on it first to break his <laughs> finger in the... I don't know if that was a real doctor. That is unsubstantiated gossip. <laughs> uh, um, oh, man. Awkward situations. I'm... Fuck. Sure, I've got tons. I just can't remember any off the top of my head right now. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, man. I'm bad at this. Oh, man. Letting, letting down the squad... Like, if I, I'm just trying to think, like, when was the last time I shit myself as an adult in public? When was the last time, blah, blah, blah weird boner situations. Um, <laughs> just know that all of those things happen to Tony on a weekly basis. Yeah, that's just my week. Is sometimes I shit myself in public and it gives me an erection. <laughs> I hope that doesn't turn into a sound clip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the it's next not a real thing. <laughs> the next real question is T. Dukes, which is down quite a ways. T. Dukes, uh, answer as quickly as you can. If you had to make an anime right now, what, what would the genre, general premise, and main character be? Oh, Ooh. wow. Um, it would be about uh, a submarine exploration team that delved through the depths of a fucking... Uh, post-apocalyptic world like they go underwater and there's like skyscrapers and shit and they're trying to figure out how the apocalypse happened because everybody on the surface has no idea about anything on that uh, the underworld under the sea and the main character would probably be a scantily clad big tittied anime babe wasn't that um Gargantia on the on the Veruca planet or something. 
hey, that might be what it was called. There was one that has a similar premise. I don't think it had submarines, though. Are you sure? Pretty sure it didn't have submarines. Oh, well, yeah, they had boat cities. It was kind of like Waterworld, but pretty. Yeah. And there was, like, robots, and there was a guy that was like, I'm from space or something. Heavy emphasis on underwater exploration, and, like, like the terrible unknown depths. Maybe there's... Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, that's what I'm going with. I'm going Just with... The- Aqua, uh, Desu, Subarashi, <laughs> Squad. I want one where there's, uh, fire, firefighters that have to fight supernatural fire monsters, but the firefighters are scantily clad sometimes, and the, oh wait, no, shit, that's an ad, I just, oh, I just saw that on Crunchyroll. Shit. <laughs> shit, 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 Okay. Uh, I want JoJo Part 6, Stone Ocean. <laughs> Did you watch any of the fucking bodybuilding anime? This is a bodybuilding anime? Yeah, it's called How Heavy Are Those Dumbbells That You Lift. <laughs> That's a stupid fucking name. I hate anime names. It's a stupid name, but the show fucking rules. Oh, okay. It's so good. No, I'm still, I'm still on a JoJo kick. Oh, that's fair. I'm I'm gonna start going to fucking archery ranges, hoping I can get some magic powers. That's pretty good. That's a JoJo joke for those who uh, know JoJo. Uh, Uncle Jason, do you own any art slash artwork slash photo books, and do you have any favorites? Um, yeah, there's there's some art on the walls. Um, actually, one of my one of my favorite um, like art books is an Ashley Wood one. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Machine Sabbath, and it's like a bunch of his oil paintings from uh, a gallery show that I think was called Machine Sabbath. Um, but yeah, they're just like really dope Ashley Wood oil paintings, and I love them. That sounds really cool, actually. Yeah. Um, I've got a bunch of Ashley Wood art books as well. Uh, I've got the Sparrow ones, I've got the Adventure Cartel giant book, and the, uh, I want to say the Popbot one. Mm-hmm. Um, as for original art, I have a couple pieces from Camila DeRico, uh, cause her and I are pretty good friends, and I was able to get some art off of her a while back as, like, a thanks for helping out with a bunch of stuff, so... That's uh, pretty cool. You've probably seen it in the background of some of the videos that Logan did when he visited. Yeah, what what else do I have for art? I have, like, those uh, heinous fucking anime babes on my wall getting slapped with a banana and an eggplant. Oh, yeah, those are great. I still need to put those up in the kitchen. Um, I've got a... You've probably seen it in my videos. Um, that really spooky painting with the three heads and the buffalo skeleton on it. Yeah, that's a cool one. Um, that's by my buddy Don Smith, um, quite a talented painter. Um, and then I've got a couple of corpse tits prints that um, I actually need to... Um, there's a couple I have that I haven't framed yet, but I have one framed in my house. And then I didn't mm-hmm. order um, from this dude, this artist I like. He goes by the name Fuck You Baker on Instagram. Um, and <laughs> okay. he, he does like like shirt drops where he'll be like, He'll 
post these designs and you can pre-order them for like 48 hours and then he closes them and then he mails everything Seems out legit. and he's he's an australian dude which is nice because our dollars are equally as bad so like you pay what the actual price is when i when you pay from him or when i buy from him uh from canada um but i did a big ass order um and got some stuff and he sent like a couple of like really shittily xeroxed pieces of his art that he signed and i oh nice and i love them and i think i want to frame them because they're just like trash like colored construction paper that's been xeroxed and i love it so i might i might frame those up and put them on the wall that actually sounds pretty amazing i'm not gonna lie yeah i just love the idea of like framing things that are inherently just like shitty looking (laughs) <laughs> they're not shitty they're great but they're like it's just like the quality of it is like purposefully bad it's like all your pictures of Shelley Duvall all over your house oh yeah those are pretty great that, I would I would say that counts as, sh- <laughs> as shit art well not shit art just like just art art it's art what is art What's, what even is art I've got a Tony Velocity original over there too you fucking better not yeah um, <laughs> guy's a cunt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, plenty, of, um, plenty of fun shit on the wall. I think like for favorites though, um, maybe, maybe my 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 painting from Dawn because that's just a really special painting for me because I'm nice. I'm I'm one of the faces in it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cool. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, we got Darcy Ska. Asking, this is for anyone, that's not how this works. Uh, I'm looking to get into some nice chunky robots, where can I get me some? A fan of Pat LaBerre's style practical giant robots that smash shit. Uh, Well, 3A. uh, 3A, yeah, that's where you gotta go. What is some uh, more practical robots? What were the, um, what were those like gorilla ass looking dudes? The, like, blue with the yellow, or blue with the orange highlights and the, the gorilla-esque proportions, and they were super poseable and balanced. Oh, Astrobots. Well. Yeah, Astrobots. Yeah, those, definitely those. Get a fucking Astrobot, my dude. They're not bad price-wise, all things considered. They are kind of hard to get, though, and I think there's a few that should be coming out again, but... Yeah, look into those. Those are really sick. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And 3A. Yeah. Get some three. I get a power loader from NECA. It's not really a robot, but it works. Um, oh, thirty minute missions. Yeah, get some fucking thirty minute missions. Those guys are really cool. I actually got one the other day. That should have been That's a right. toy pickup. Didn't you? Was that last podcast's toy mm, pickup? Or? I got it after last podcast, and a week went by, and now we're podcasting. There we go. Yeah. So, jump. you want to be one of the cool kids like us, right, Darcy? <laughs> right? Yeah, 30-minute missions are pretty tight. Self, that fucking model kid. Do it. Um, uh, cool, Uncle Jason is going <laughs> to pass on to you. Uncle Jason, what is your favorite nerdy attire that you own? Tony, tell me all about it, stud. I have my favorite nerdy attire? Yeah. I've got some, like, I don't know if it's nerdy, but I've got this, like, Agretzko metal band t-shirt that I really dig. I think that works. So I'm going to go with that. 
Uh, and aside from that, I... Oh, man, I don't know. I've actually, like, dialed back... Not dialed back the nerd shirts, but, like... I've changed up my wardrobe quite a bit recently, so... Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck. Um, never mind. I take that back. I went kind of nuts at Uniqlo. (laughs) (laughs) Got, like... I got the Magikarp Great Wave uh, t-shirt. Nice. That one's pretty pretty sick. I love that. I've, like, worn that to almost every photo shoot that I've done in the last little while. And, uh... There's also one that they did that's the Alolan Marowak. But it's, like, just the skull and crossbones. So that's cool. Uniqlo does really cool, like nerdy shirts now i think and it's cool that i can actually fit into their clothes Woo! so even better uh, uniqlo I not th- a sponsor just a fan i think my favorite nerdy attire is probably my doki doki shit that i got from omocat um oh yeah that's right yeah i really like my um my like really morbid what will it take just to find that special day shirt <laughs> <laughs> it brings me a lot of joy um I, I really do like my Doki Doki shit. I don't wear the track jacket as much as I'd like, but maybe that's just because it's summer and it's not appropriate. Yeah, it's been hot as fuck right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's probably my favorite nerdy attire that I own. That and the heinous Oego, Oego shirt that you gave me. Oh, yeah. That's a shirt that can only be worn, like, a couple places. Yeah. Definitely to, um, not church. No. Or do it. Let's be for real. <laughs> Yeah, the, we all know I don't go to church. Yeah, <laughs> we all know I just wear a hago shirts. Alright, T. Dukes, I've been looking to get looking for an in to Safabi. What are some cheap but still quality brands I can look into without committing murder on my wallet? Motherfucking Science Patrols. Yeah, Science Patrols. Science Patrol. Um, Singular. Yeah, Science Patrol. Um... I would say Max Toyko, like Max. Yeah, Mar- yeah, Max Toy. Yeah, great. Mark Mark Nagata's stuff. Um, Sun Guts is real cheap. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all great ones. Um, I think if you were to, cause you're in you're in Toronto, you're not that far from New York, my dude. Like you should you should yeah. go to Five Points Fest and just shop around and, and get something that jumps out at you. But, like, um, it, I guess that's not always an option for everybody. But just saying, your proximity, dude, you're pretty close. Pretty um, close. Yeah, uh, Sun Guts is good. Mark, uh, Max Toys. Um, any of the, the Nagora stuff is pretty affordable. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like the things that are going to murder your wallet are the things that maybe are just overhyped to begin with. So I would just shop around online and look at people's art and look at the the, the toys that you think are inspiring and then find a way get, to get them. Because there are cheap options. Like there are uh, Sofubi pieces where you're only going to spend like 30 to 40 US dollars for them, which yeah. is great. Like Science Patrols, um, which is great. But then there's going to be pieces that... Um, that are seemingly unattainable because of the aftermarket, but even if you find those, like, in the flesh or win a lotto, like, even the stuff that's overhyped and overpriced can, isn't that wallet destroying if, uh, if, if you get it from the source, so... 
I don't know, just find the thing you like and, and track it down because it, it can it can be affordable. Cord Viper is another good one. His pieces um his pieces are only like yeah, thirty, forty US dollars, so Yeah. Uh, speaking of Science Patrol, uh there is a a bunch of stuff just went up, including a Shakoki Dogu pre order, which I don't know when it's gonna be finishing. But uh, they are saying that please note that this pre-order ships at the beginning of December, and due to shipping costs, all items ordered together, if any, will ship with the dogu. So you have told us it's not going to ship out till December. But there are also micro wild hunts with the metal plated heads for ten dollars, which is awesome, and a peanut killer, which is like a weird little little dinosaur friend. Who looks awesome, and he's in soft blue, and he's also ten bucks. A little bummed I missed out on the husk. I really like the husk. Maybe next time. So now is your time. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. The shaku, the shakoku, the dogu. The fucking dogu is the coolest thing that he's done <laughs> personally, in my opinion. I am stoked for that, and I'm totally getting one as well. Ooh, I thought of another good one. Uh, five star is a good one. If you like, um, like Kanikuman and oh. and shit, the five star Kanikuman stuff, all of it's like really dope. And retail, I think they're only like sixty to a hundred bucks, and they're big boys. So, oh okay, yeah, they're pretty well, tall. That's, that's worth it then. Yeah, uh, hashtag worth. Uncle Jason, I have a little bit of a dilemma on my hands. I'm thinking about ordering a couple of gunplug kits and realized that they're only. There is only one store that sells them in my country, but since it's a niche product and it's imported, imported, the prices aren't as good as what you can find on eBay, Hobbylink, Japan, etc. So the question is, if you're in a similar situation, would you bite the bullet of the extra cost and support your local toy store, or save your wallet the pain and opt for the cheapest option? Well, here's the difference. If it's only like a couple bucks... I would definitely go to the the local store. But if you're, like, getting ripped off, then... Yeah. Not that. I think I'm in the same <laughs> same boat. It's like... And, and like, I, I'm in a city where Gunpla costs too much. And I do buy, yeah. do buy it locally fairly often. I feel like I, I buy it more, more often locally than I do online. But I'm not opposed to buying it online either. Um, yeah. But yeah, if like yeah, if the markup is like, I don't know, if you're paying like four four bucks, five bucks too much, maybe it's worth getting locally. Um, yeah. But if you're paying like percentages more, like if it's gonna yeah. cost you twenty five percent more to get it locally, um, buy it online. Um, hands down. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kind of the same way. And then like you gotta factor in like, like not taxes, but shipping fees and potential import charges and stuff too so if it like mm-hmm. there it might look really nice online like oh this thing's only like 40 bucks but it's like 60 at my local shop like yeah are, how much are you gonna, gonna yeah be? you're gonna be paying how 20 bucks shipping gonna be? and 10 bucks import yeah totally yeah definitely all factors to consider for sure so do 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 some research but like Again, if it's one of those things where even at the end of the day you're going to be saving, like, quite a bit of buck, quite a bit of buck, then yeah, I say do it up. There's no shame in that. It's 
2019, almost 2020, my guys. Yeah, save your save your save your ducats when you can. Yeah, I ordered some shit online uh, that I couldn't find in person, and I ordered that shit like at the beginning of this month, and it's still not there. And Oof. and it was from Big Bad Toy Store. Ooh. So I'm a little bit extra worried now because isn't that shit supposed to be like lightning quick? Because they're a real fucking company yeah yeah that's scary so anyway i'm just getting a little bit pursed throughout the (laughs) every week that goes by and i don't get my shit i get a little bit more and more uh clenched i get a little bit more logan at the doctor's office (laughs) well uh thank you so much for answering um all of the wow questions and thank you so much for asking all of the questions for the podcast guys uh this has been a great episode thank you so much uh was there anything you need to tell the people say to the people tony before we promptly get out of here yeah i just want to say if you thought this was a great episode or even if you didn't let us know um we have a discord where links are easily available also please rate and review us on itunes and share us with whoever else you think would enjoy this quality content. Um, follow us on Twitter. Logan is Ultra Radical Toy. I'm Tony Velocity. Come say hey. And we'll, uh, Logan will definitely message you, hit you back. I'll, I'll probably fucking ignore you. <laughs> All right. Just and remember, unreal. folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. See ya. I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't ignore them. You're so cold, nice. Tony. No, I'm just. I'm just doing it. It's just a show I'm putting on. Just a bit. Just, a, just doing a bit. Nice, nice. It's just a bit. It's not a bit.